today, March 1st, is the anniversary of the passing of Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones. Uh, he died 42 years ago on this day. He, like the Reformers, the Protestant Reformers, believed in the primacy of preaching. He had some very interesting ideas about preaching and its significance, had very elevated views of it, even with regard to how he counseled people and their problems. He believed that the vast majority of their issues would be addressed if they sat under preaching at every available opportunity, which in his day would be a minimum of three times a week. So, um, sometimes I wonder about that. I wonder, maybe maybe that's why there's such an increase in counselling, in sitting down and spending hours counselling, because people don't sit down and hear from God and have God counsel them. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's another issue. But he believed that anyway. And elevated it. He, he, he saw changes happening his, in his day as well, post-World War II, uh, more singing, more emphasis on testimonies, people sharing how God saved them, and uh, more, even more liturgy in some churches. He complained about that, you know, emphasis upon the ceremony, upon the parts of worship. And not that he was against all of these things, of course. They had singing and everything else, of course. But they, they tended to push out the preaching. And that was his problem. That's where he was upset. And I wonder what he would say today because, you know, we've done away with second services, evening services, almost. They're just falling everywhere. And sometimes where churches keep an evening or second service meeting, they change it from a preaching service to a Bible study where the conversation is more of a dialogue. You get to, everyone gets to have a little input, you know, and it's, uh, it's like, <laughs> you feel like saying sometimes that like, you know not what you do. Like you need to hear, men need to hear just God. Get out of their own heads and just hear from God. But, I mean, three times a week should be a bare minimum for that. But I don't, anyway, why do I say all this? Well, because I want to talk about the power of conversation and preface my remarks by reminding you the primacy of preaching that's don't don't lose sight of that it's so important but but a lot of the feedback I've been getting from families is that the videos are generating discussion that the things that are being raised I'm assuming Probably the points of application. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe things in the, the passage too. But whatever it is, the content is causing discussion. And parents are having conversation with their children about the material. And providing that it's not deteriorating into some here's what this means to me remarks but we're actually looking at um, who God is, 
the personal work of Christ, and the duty of the believer, things of, of that nature. If it's focusing upon that, I, I, I'm very humbled, I'll just say that. I'm very humbled to think that these are generating discussion. And the parents are sitting in their homes, little family settings and homeschool settings, and talking about maybe the implications of what's being said. And so I wanted to I wanted to address that. Number one, to raise the awareness so that you, if you haven't thought of it this way, using it to generate discussion, that you would be aware of that. But also to, to just emphasize the power of conversation. I mean, think of your own life. Think of some of the most sticky advice you've ever received. Things that were said to you in a moment that you've lived by things that have changed the way you make decisions have changed maybe the direction of your life how many of those things were unplanned not really uh, intended to have that kind of impact I know I could list a number of pieces of advice that I've received over the years that I they were just sort of said in passing I think of one that my grandfather gave me when I was 16 and I still can remember us you know walking you know coming in in the parking lot the lower level the underground level of his condo where the cars were parked and we're moving just to, to step into the car and he's he's talking, he's giving me financial advice, like just a simple statement about finances. And it stuck with me to this day. I mean, it's been a pretty significant factor in many decisions I've made relating to money. So that kind of thing, that's what I mean. Uh, those those unplanned remarks. And I'm, I'm envisaging in my mind then the, the discussions that you're having with your children, you moms and dads, and how some of your little additional remarks, I'm not even talking about the things I'm saying, but your additional remarks where in 15 years your kids say, I remember mom saying, or I remember dad shared this story, this account in his own life about how X, Y, and Z. Some story that has come to your mind while I'm making a point. So I've made a point and you're thinking, yep, I remember that. You can add your own anecdotal sort of input into that. And it's not my point of application that sticks. It's your anecdote. It's your personal experience that is tied to that point of application that sticks with that child for the rest of their life. Really powerful. And so in the Word of God, we have, of course, an emphasis on preaching, the declaration of the Word, the prophets declaring the Word. The Lord Jesus went everywhere preaching the Word. The cities and villages, He went preaching the Word. The apostles preached everywhere they went. Paul tells Timothy, preach the Word. And the idea in all of that, of course, is this heralding, a divine monologue, God addressing the hearts of men. He's not looking for your feedback. But then you have 
conversations. You have conversations like what Jesus holds with Nicodemus in John 3 or the woman at the well in John 4 or with Mary in John 20 in the garden uh, or, or with Peter in John 21 by the Sea of Tiberias. The, the, uh, these conversations change these people's lives. Transform them. Never to be the same again. Conversation. So these are just some examples. Many others could be given. But it's the power of a conversation. And, and that's what I want you to get. I want you to think about that this month. The power of a conversation. What conversations might I have with my children that they will never forget? Now, you don't get the power to guarantee any conversation would be life-changing or memorable. It's not in your hands. It's, it's going to be like your own experience. These occasions that were not planned, unforeseen, the little nuggets that came out. And And yet, they're not going to happen unless you're actually having the conversation. So, I think that's really where, where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to leave with you this thought. If you're not having the conversations, then the wisdom isn't being imparted. If you're not having the discussions, then you aren't creating a culture or environment to change their lives. I really, I, I really believe that all Christians should talk more about family worship. All Christians should constantly talk about family worship. Go into your places of work and talk about family worship. Go into your office and talk about what you talked about in your family worship. Make it normal for families to worship. Make it normal for people to think, this is something I need in my life. Just that you go and talk and say, you know, what did you have for dinner? Or you had this great meal. My wife made me this, oh, this delicious chicken wrapped in bacon covered in creamy sauce thing last night. You talk about it. Talk about family worship. Just the most normal thing. Don't tell people you should do it. Don't. Don't make them feel guilty. Just just talk about it. Talk about it even with unbelievers. Tell the unbelievers, hey, we had a great time family worship. Here's what we talked about. I think if more Christians did that, it would be far more profound. We would have a way better positive leavening influence upon our world. And if families start reading the Bible and worshiping, I mean... That, that's, that's how you change civilization. No? I think so. Anyway, God bless you. And uh, we'll keep at these videos, hoping in some little way, lives are being changed for the better. Lord be with you.